Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we are examining every single goddamn page of Palladium's Beyond the Supernatural RPG to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is Beyond the Supernatural 2nd Edition, the first printing from January 2005. Today we're discussing page 255 of Beyond the Supernatural. We're in the monsters section, and today we're starting with the last monster we're going to talk about, the last topic we're going to talk about in this book, the Hellhound. Its name starts with an H that puts it at the end of the truncated monster list that the author decided to cram into the end of this overstuffed book. And, you know, we talked at the beginning of this section about the fact that a more conscious choice could have been made. There could have been more put into the selection of monsters for this book than we don't have room for an A to Z. So how about an A to H? You could have even done some rewrites on some things to better achieve the setting that you've been trying to describe all book, especially in the first section. Remember when we started this book? Remember way back at the beginning when we started Beyond the Supernatural? It was just page after page after page of trying to establish this world and how it works. And especially, especially the Just for Kicks Masquerade, the idea that despite all the evidence to the contrary, this is still the world outside your window. While there's all this stuff going around, psychic powers, magic, supposedly, monsters. No one is the wiser. People just refuse to believe in it. It's all kind of hush-hush. It's a secret, dark underbelly, a seamy underside to a world that seems very much like the real world. It's just a few minor differences, a few little things you might notice if you're one of the perceptive few. We could have had a rewrite of Hellhounds that would have made them fit into that world. Instead, we got this. I could explain why this doesn't work, but I'll let the book speak for itself. Quote, Earth myth is rife with tales of monstrous dogs and demonic hounds of hell. These so-called, quote, hellhounds, or, quote, devil dogs, are actually weird, shape-changing creatures who try to assume the form of a wild dog. However, like the Boshala, these strange beings do not fully understand the physiology of earth animals, and often assume a twisted and grotesque appearance, which can only be described as a monstrous resemblance to canines. The creatures usually have four legs, a tail, a hideous, gnarled, or deformed body, and demonic canine head with a huge maw. Sometimes the head is insect-like. There's an illustration on the next page, but we're talking about ridged backs. They're all fucked up. Sometimes they have the head of bugs. These are some demonic fucking dogs. Quote, and this is from page 256 under Habitat, may appear anywhere they are summoned, but are also common to certain places in the world, including the British Isles, Australia, China, Africa, Mexico, and remote parts of northern Canada, always hunt in a pack of 4d4. That is an average of 10 hellhounds in a pack. And they're found all over the world. There are some on the British Isles, for example, some in Australia, some in Canada. Not summoned by a wizard for some particular task, they're just around. Quote, Hellhounds are natural predators with animal intelligence and instincts, with a lust for blood. Man-eaters. The demon dogs attack humans simply because they are easy prey and are hated by all demons. What makes hellhounds even more dangerous is that the demon is territorial, roams a 50-mile range it considers its territory, and are hyperactive, irritable, and aggressive in the extreme, attacking with the slightest provocation and for the sheer pleasure. So here's the thing. What we have in this dark and bonkers world, which is otherwise so much like the one outside our windows, is that uh, in some places, like for example certain places in the British Isles, there will be like a 50-mile range that is ruthlessly dominated by a pack of 10 insect-headed, clearly monstrous hellhounds who are only as intelligent as dogs, but hate humans and attack them and pursue them just for fun. And they're super territorial. So 
if there's anybody within that 50 mile radius, they're going to get jumped by 10 bug headed dogs. But fortunately for the forces of hell, no one has noticed. <laughs> everyone just, everyone just accepts the rational explanation, which is what? Which is fucking what? That's what I always want to know. I've mentioned this before that like in the game Werewolf the Apocalypse, there's the delirium. And so people often misremember werewolf attacks as like wild dog attacks. And it always seemed to me like, so what the fuck are they doing about the wild dog attacks? The same thing applies here. Even if you are attacked by 10 clearly, clearly demonic insect headed dogs, and you start to hear stories of these same clearly demonic insect headed dogs attacking people, livestock within a 50 mile range and being extremely territorial, like, whoops, I can't go to the grocery store tonight because hanging out by the front doors, it's those fucking 10 insect headed dogs again, rooting around in the dumpster. Even if you are so unbelievably obtuse as to think, boy, those dogs sure have fucked up heads. I guess dogs get real inbred out in the country. That's why you always need to get your dog neutered. You don't want them running around the whole county, fucking up the gene pool, having all kinds of puppies with antennae and whatnot. Even if you're that person, surely you do something about these bug dogs. You got to buy groceries. How many times you got to get run off from the grocery store by bug dogs before you start to think, you know what, demon or not, these bug dogs have got to go. And it would be different if they were intelligent, supernatural creatures. I have given this book, honestly, every courtesy up to this point. We talked about the Dibbuk. The Dibbuk has giant gorilla arms, two skinny little arms in the front with razor claws. It has no neck and a human face. It's humongous. It's hulking. It just lives in the world, in dark places, like parking garages. I'm willing to suspend disbelief that in a parking garage, there could be secretly living there a gigantic, four-armed, gorilla-handed, no-necked fucking monstrosity over the long term. And just, it has managed just to play it cool and just fly under the radar, keep itself to itself and avoid detection because it has a human intellect. And while it is a predator, it is an intelligent predator. These are just dogs. These are, and not just dogs, but extremely territorial, irritable, aggressive, hyperactive dogs. They've got like four or five different reasons in their temperament that they will absolutely go bananas on any human they see just for being there. Not just in one parking garage, but anywhere within 50 miles. There's no possible way that no one has noticed this happening. Not even a chance. Around the world, around the whole goddamn planet, these monsters are killing people because they're just dogs. You know what? These demon dogs might chase your car. They might go into your backyard chasing around cats, chasing around raccoons. I mean, sure, they only hunt at night, but they're not trying to stay hidden. If there's a club within 50 miles of this pack, one of these nights, everybody's going to be standing around in line out front. And all of a sudden, here come 10 bug-headed fucking dogs to just absolutely tear apart these club goers. And there's no evil mastermind to, like, keep it out of the papers. It is up to the people on the scene whether they want to talk about these fucking bug-headed dogs. And if there's one thing I know about the young 20-somethings of today, and one thing sounds about right, it's that if anything dangerous, scary, and strange happens to them in public, there will be video, and it will go viral. I dare say that if 10 regular dogs showed up to a line out front of a club and just started licking people rather than eating them, video of that would become a huge, if fleeting, global phenomenon. So by far the dumbest thing on this page is to end the bestiary, to, to end your book, which spent so long trying to establish the Just for Kicks masquerade by telling you, oh, by the way, there are places in the world, a 50 mile range where people just randomly get attacked by bug headed demon dogs all night long. And it's just part of life. Okay, so, so on page 255, you've seen fit to inform me that this is not indeed trench coat horror. 
This is a fucking hex crawl. This is a fucking Final Fantasy Overland map where I'm going to get whisked away to a battle screen at any moment to fight 4D4 hellhounds. Great. I'm sure glad my associates and I went to all the trouble to keep the supernatural on the down low so people wouldn't panic. If only we had gotten the global bug dog population in on the conspiracy, we would have really had something there. Anyway, that's the premise of the game, shot to hell. Join me next time for the last page on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. MDC, Palladium Books, Beyond the Supernatural, and all associated trademarks are property of Kevin Zimbita. This season's theme song is Horizon Ending by Soft and Furious, whose work you can find at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time.